Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb's sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing. Das ist die Preview Show. I'm your host Manuel Feit. He's Stefan Bienkowski. Stefan, how's it going? It's going well. I'm. <laughs> I mean, it's technically Wednesday afternoon, but. This is going out when I'll be somewhere in Munich, probably sitting in the English gardens, having a nice beer. Although it's expected to be raining and snowing the whole time, so we'll see how long that lasts. Um, I don't know, should we just pretend that we've, like, make predictions about how the week will go between now and Friday? Like, wow, I can't believe Leipzig beat Man City 5-0 and Pep Guardiola got sacked. Isn't, wasn't that crazy? That was crazy. Absolutely <laughs> insane. I can't believe that they missed Kevin De Bruyne this much. <laughs> <laughs> And it's mental that Erling Haaland went on TV directly after the game and said, I completely agree with Stefan Minkowski's theory that Dortmund were actually worse with me up front. I mean, it's just been a, it's just been a crazy week, really. <laughs> it has been a crazy week. I, I've been on the road uh, this entire week. I'm actually in New York at 6 a.m. in the morning. We're recording this so that we both can get this out of the way. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those, as I said earlier this week, it's it's... People have to bear with us. It's a little bit different this week, uh, but here we are. Also, um, Stefan, we were such in a hurry that you didn't actually tell me before the show what your game of the week is. So we need to get that out of the way live on air. <laughs> That's fine. There's some pretty big games this week. Um, so I'll pick the least obvious one. I'll let you pick the big one on Sunday. How about that? Okay, so you're picking... Uh, obviously, then I'm picking Bayern against Union Berlin. Yes. Which one is the one you're picking? I'll go for the Schalke-Stuttgart match. Oh, okay, uh, that is not very obvious at all. Well, okay, well, we'll get into all of this um, after this break. This episode of the Gegenpressing Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. All right, so there you have it. Uh, I also need to mention this show is, of course, also in association with Get German Football News, who are always very kind to count our scores, uh, repost the show, uh, spread the word of the Gegen Pressing Newsletter. So thank you very much to Get German Football News. Um, but yes, 
can't believe you picked Schalke against Stuttgart. Um. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain why. Don't worry. I'll get there. Okay. 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 We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, first, the Friday game, though. Um, and this is Mainz against Gladbach. Um, this is usually the game that is not that exciting. Although a lot of people will probably tune in to watch Bayern Slayer Gladbach. Um, and Stefan, because Bayern beat Gladbach, uh, Gladbach beat Bayern 3-2 last weekend, I went for a 1-0 win for Mainz. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. This is kind of like what happens, isn't it? I mean, it's, it seems to happen all the time. Every time someone puts in a heroic performance against Bayern, um, they show up the next week and there's just no gas in the tank. And I completely agree with you, to be perfectly honest with you. I haven't gone so far as to say a win for Mainz. I've gone for a 1-1 draw. Um and yeah, it's just, I think it's just going to be a very tricky game for Gladbach. You know, there's news that Marcus yeah. Turam uh, is, will leave the club this week. We had the excellent Kevin Hartchart on in midweek on our transfer mm-hmm. show to talk about all the issues that Gladbach are going to have to deal with this week, uh, this summer. So it's, it, I think, despite that win, it's still they're still in a very tricky situation. So yeah, I've gone for a one-one yeah. draw uh, in this match. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um really curious anyways to see what Gladbach will do. We all know about the post-Bayern Munich hangover that they always have. Um, so we'll see. Um, speeding of post-game hangovers, Leipzig against Frankfurt. I had a really hard mm. time predicting this one, Stefan. Really, really hard time. And I ultimately settled for a 2-1 uh, Leipzig win because I do think that Frankfurt are probably a little gassed at the moment. Having said that, I actually think that uh, the result against Napoli, the defeat to Napoli, and they're probably going to go out now, is maybe in the long run the best thing that can happen to them. Mm. Um, Because I think that might actually pave the way for them to have a strong finish to the Bundesliga season and maybe do do take one of those top four spots, right? Um, But Mm. I do think that... I mean, it's so hard to predict because like Leipzig will also play uh, midweek, right? And so you will have two teams that will be a little bit um, tired, but I do think that maybe Leipzig just have more depth, which is why I went for a 2-1 win here. Yeah, I actually have the exact same result um, jotted down here as well, and I kind of agree with you. I thought, like, <laughs> I don't want to kind of weigh this all down by the Napoli result because as we've said in this podcast I think I said this last week on this very show that um, you know I, I do feel like Frankfurt are beginning to look a little heavy legged um, they look as though they're quite tired we saw that in the Darmstadt Pokal game and of course the defeat to Cologne recently they're just things just aren't quite as tight and as kind of um, tactically disciplined as they have been in the past under Glasner um, and I do kind of feel like Leipzig have kind of bounced back from a kind of minor dip in form. And I think the big difference between these two teams is that Leipzig mm. obviously have a huge amount of depth in their squad. Um, and they can yeah. recount... I mean, I know Nkunku's kind of maybe not may not feature in this game, but they've still got a number of players who can. So, yeah, I've, I think... Um, I think it's going to be a very tight match. I think Frankfurt are going to be very good, um, but I think Leipzig should have enough to beat them uh, going on form and player selections and fitness. So, yeah, 2-1 win for Leipzig for me. You know, if things go the way I think they're going to go, that will get Leipzig right back into the title race. Um, But let's see. Uh, Next up is Köln against Wolfsburg, and I went for a 
pretty dire one-one draw here. Um, you know, Köln get the points that they need to get. Wolfsburg had a really strong start um, to the second half of the season and have since dipped back down to where they were. Um, mm. This, for some odd reason, this game just has one-one uh, written all over it. Yeah, I, I can, I can certainly see where you're coming from. I've can I've gone for something a little different. I've. I don't know. I feel like that game against Leipzig was maybe a good sign of kind of where this Wolfsburg side are at the moment. Um, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it seems as though it's either feast or famine with Kovac at the club um, this season. And right now they're in the middle of a famine, a uh, famine of points, I should say. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't really have much confidence in Wolfsburg going to a Cologne side who, you know, despite, you know, they have, they have picked up bizarre results since the start of the year to be perfectly honest with you but I think they have looked better on the whole for it um, and I, I think Cologne will actually probably win this game quite comfortably so I've gone for a 2-0 win for Cologne um, maybe um, you know it's outlandish considering they lost to Stuttgart last week but um, I don't know it's just I just don't have much confidence in this Wolfsburg, this Wolfsburg team right now so I've gone for a 2-0 win for Cologne hmm Okay, well, different results for us. That's good. <laughs> the meme can sleep this week. Um, Hoffenheim <laughs> against Dortmund. <laughs> um, I went for a 3-0 Dortmund win here. I, I just feel that Dortmund are in such good form uh, at the moment. They, they seem to be slicing through the Bundesliga. Um, of course, there's n- the news this week that Modahut is not going to renew his contract, right? Mm. Uh, which is probably the, for the best for all, of, for all parties involved. But this Dortmund side, I think they might be for real. And I think they're going to be get the three points against Hoffenheim in pretty easy fashion. Yeah, I've gone for a similar result. Uh, I've gone for a 3-1 win for Dortmund uh, just because I completely agree with you. Dortmund look kind of back to their best. They'll kind of obviously benefit from not having the midweek Champions League game this week. Um, they do mm. have some issues in attack. Obviously, Adeyemi being out um, is, is a real kind of... I don't want to say a nightmare, but it's a real shame for the player, also because he was just kind of getting back into form. Yeah. He looked fantastic last week against Hertha, um, and he was kind of a real kind of he was a real kind of spark in that attack for the last couple of weeks. So I'd be interested to see if Dortmund can kind of rumble on without him. But you would suspect that they can, obviously, because they've got some great, great players in depth. There's obviously Bayern Gittin, so he might finally get a start. Maybe Gio Reyna might come into the team. Even Daniel Malin proved useful last week. So there does seem to be some kind of... Um, yeah. I don't know. There just seems to be this kind of belief in the team, as you said. Even And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Sebastian Haller didn't actually start last week. So he might get a chance to start this game. So mm-hmm. I just think there's too much about this Dortmund team. I mean, if you compare that to Hoffenheim side, I've lost the last four games. Uh, it seems like a no-brainer to me. The only reason I've kind of given Hoffenheim a goal here is because despite everything, I'm still not entirely convinced by this Dortmund defence. Um, and Hoffenheim have managed to kind of score goals along the way in this terrible run of form. So I'm not predicting any clean sheets here, but I still think it'll be a comfortable win for Dortmund. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I, that too will mean that Dortmund will stay right in the title race. Um, 
which is exciting. It's exactly what we want. Hertha against Augsburg is next. Um, oh, man, this was another hard one for me to predict. But I just had to look at Hertha and what they bring to the table at the moment. And I just, yes, this is kind of like a relegation battle, right? Um, but I do think that Augsburg are going to just edge this 2-1. So wow, this this is this is a monumental moment. Um, Manuvet actually predicted an Alg- an Augsburg win. Should 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 well, be I, like catalogued in the past. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I actually have to agree with you. To be honest with you, uh, I thought Hertha had their moments against Dortmund, but on the whole, they looked pretty hopeless. Um, and yeah, you know. I, they have kind of picked up some decent results. They obviously had that. The last home game was actually a decent 4-1 over Gladbach. So they still they do have something about them, but there's just something kind of about this Augsburg team that I'm quite impressed by. If you kind of go on the last five match days, they're actually sixth in the table in terms of points won. Um, and, you know, they're just... They're, they're not exactly consistent. It's kind of win-loss, 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 and they're perhaps not great on the road either, to be honest with you, but... I feel like in these kind of games against teams like Hertha near the bottom of the table, Augsburg have been picking up important points. Um, and that's why I've gone for a very, very narrow 1-0 win for Augsburg. I don't think it's going to be a whitewash. I don't think they're going to run away with it. And there's certainly every chance that Hertha mm. could claim points in this game. But I don't know. There's just something about this Augsburg team. They just kind of have this kind of steely resolve this season to um, make sure that they keep you know, themselves within are out of the of the relegation race. I know it's only five points, um, technically, but they just keep doing enough uh, to make sure they're not kind of dragged into that. And I think this fixture is a perfect example of perhaps them showcasing that. So yeah, I think they'll pick up a narrow one over Hertha. Yeah, yeah. Which then, of course, also um, could be good news for the the, the next uh, team that's playing Werder against Bochum. Um, although I don't think that Bochum are going to crawl out of the relegation zone quite yet, Stefan. I have this as a 2-0 Werder win. Yeah, I have to agree with you, actually. Um, there's there's something about Bochum that it, 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 it just doesn't seem to be working for them at certain times. They've only picked up one win uh, away from home this season. Mm. Uh, 10 defeats in 11 games. Uh, which you know kind of says this whole story. Not not to say that Werder Bremen are much better at home. They've only picked up four wins from eleven games. So you know we're talking about two teams here who could could really go either way. Um, but I do kind of feel like Bremen do have a little bit a little bit more about them. Uh, they've picked up two wins in the last five games. I thought they were actually quite good against Dortmund despite losing two 0 uh, Obviously the last game was against a decent Frankfurt side. So. I think the kind of run of format now has kind of masked what's been some okay performances. I don't really think they're exactly ringing the alarm bells uh, at Bremen just yeah. yet. So I think this would be a game that, they, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a must win for them, but I think it's a match that um, they'll know is a very important kind of marker for them to make sure they don't get dragged into that relegation race. So yeah, I've gone for a 2-1 win over Bochum. I think it'll be another tight game. There's been a lot. I think there's been a lot of games that have been quite hard to predict this weekend, actually, and I think this is another one. So, yeah, 2-1 for Verde Brown for me. Yeah, it, it, they, it has been really hard to predict. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I had a really hard time predicting 
um, this next one, which is your game of the week. So I, 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 I'm still a little surprised that you picked it. Although now that we've talked and I'm starting to wake up a little bit more, I, I can see why. I mean, this is like a, a relegation battle, isn't it, Stefan? I, this, this game will have like all the, all the sturdy stuff that you see when two teams are fighting for survival. So I, I can see it maybe from that perspective. Is that why you sort of went for this? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think this game could make or break Schalke's season. To be honest, I don't. I know that sounds very dramatic, but that's the kind of weight that I'm putting on this game. Um, you know, I wrote my newsletter this week on Schalke, and within it, I wrote about how their underlying defensive stats have been very impressive. And you know, they've picked up four clean sheets in a row now against some very decent teams. Of course, they've struggled to score goals, but that's yep. because they've been up against teams like Union Berlin. Uh, you know, Cologne, uh, Wolfsburg as well, who, despite their troubles, are still one of the best defensive teams in the division. So I kind of suggested that they might we might see an uptick from Schalke here just because they're getting the fundamentals right. Um, and But of course, you know, um, it doesn't really matter unless they pick up wins in these games. Um, I thought it was really interesting, Thomas Rice, after the Union Berlin game, which, again, another nil-nil draw, uh, he was asked... You know, instead of kind of celebrating a point against Union, he was kind of lamenting the fact that they didn't score again. And when he was asked what he's going to what he's going to say to his you know his forwards in training this week, he said he's going to tell them to train, 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 and to conquer their inner bastards, uh, which I thought was a great expression. Um, so he kind of really kind of thinks of this as kind of like a psychological thing, and he, and I think he feels like it's they're just waiting for something to click into place. Uh, in an offensive sense, and and it might come in this game because, you know, Stuttgart are relatively hopeless. They've won- they haven't actually won a single game away from home this season. They've got four draws and six defeats in ten games, and yeah, I feel like this is just there for the taking for Schalke. If they can pick up a point in this game or pick up three points in this game, they're all of a sudden uh, within touching distance of the rest of the league. Uh, and it could kind of spark a decent run of form because, as I pointed out in my newsletter, I think over the course of the next maybe six or seven, eight games, they're only playing two teams from the top of the table. So this is the time for them to kind of turn their season around, and it starts with a Stuttgart game. So that's why, you know, I'll be giving my entire focus to this match when it's on because I just think it's going to be so fascinating. Um, and uh, I think Schalke might just do it. I think it's going to be a very narrow game. Uh, and I've gone for a one nil win for Schalke. Ha, that's that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a one. Well, then you completely well. agree with me. Then uh, I was. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, you know, like because I do think they're going to win this game. Um, I don't think they're going to score a lot of goals. I was actually tempted to go with another zero zero draw here, but I was just. I'm like, how? What are the odds that they're going to play zero zero five times in a row? Because they. The four times zero zero is already a league record, right? Um, mm. They're going to score a goal here, and I think that's going to be just enough. Because if they play like they, they played defensively against Union Berlin and all the other sides that they played against, they're not Stuttgart is not going to score on them. So, mm. yeah, you know, it, it's going to happen. Schalke are going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Um, but it's, it's yeah, let's see. Um, watch it now that we both predicted this they're going to win like 4-2 or 5-2 or something like that um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyhow that gets us into the Sunday matches um, 
Freiburg against Leverkusen is the next one. Um, I watched the Leverkusen game on um, after we recorded last week's uh, main sh- this week's main show. Sorry, um, it's it's been a crazy week, as I said. Everything kind of feels like longer, um, but. And I was pretty disappointed with their performance, especially defensively, second time in a row that they've kind of just couldn't shut it down, right? Um, First against Monaco, then against Mainz. And I just feel like this is the kind of game where Freiburg do pick up all three points. So I went with a 2-0 Freiburg win over Leverkusen. Mm, Yeah, interesting. I I don't actually kind of, there's very little to disagree with there, but I will kind of push back on it a little bit just because... um, I can agree with you that Leverkusen look all over the place at the moment. Um, it's so striking how, despite how many times they change a head yeah. coach, it feels like this kind of inner mantra about the club just always seems to come to the top. Partly kind of thinks that might be linked to the goalkeeper they have between the posts, as evident from the Monaco result. Yep. Um, so you, I, I think there's certainly plenty of logic to suggest that Freiburg will go on and win this game. The only thing that's kind of making me kind of doubt that is the fact that Freiburg's record against good teams in the Bundesliga this season has been pretty dreadful actually they haven't I think they failed to beat Dortmund Leipzig Bayern um, maybe even Wolfsburg off the top of my head um, it seems like if a team has a lot of pace that has some decent attacking players Freiburg do kind of crumble they seem like a team are very good to a certain level but then when they come up against the top six side they struggle now of course Leverkusen are not a top six side this season but they do have the players of a top six side yep. and I do kind of feel like if Florian Wurtz and Co do kind of turn it on they can hurt this Freiburg team um, and that's kind of why I've gone for a 2-2 draw just because I don't think Leverkusen look very impressive but I also don't think Freiburg have looked impressive against good teams this season or not good teams rather talented teams um, and yeah so I've, I've gone for a 2-2 draw See, I was I was tempted to do that, but I'm just not sure Leverkusen are a good team right now. Like, mm. I'm just Radetzky's such an X factor. He's still incredible on the line. Like what he does on the line again, what he did on the line and a few of the stops against Mainz was fantastic. But there's so many mistakes in this game at the moment. Mm. No, I, could, I right? completely I agree mean, with I you. Just, and yeah, we just have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, well, let's see. Um, I guess this is a really, really important game for both those teams because I think it will sort of show the direction the rest of the season is going to go for either one of them. Um, final game of the match day, and this is my match of the week. Um, obviously, Bayern against Union Berlin, uh, first against third, I think, all even on points 43 points, three teams at the very top of the table. Um, then there's a bunch of teams lurking in the background, Leipzig, Freiburg, etc. Uh, we're still very close as well. Um, and I actually think, Stefan, this entire table is going to stay extremely tight. Um, I think that Union Berlin will really struggle to score against Schalke. Um, and, you know, we sort of said um, on the earlier show this week that this was not a game set up for them. They essentially, Schalke, hurt them with the sort of tools that Union Berlin usually employs against uh, bigger sides, right? Playing very defensively sound, not offering anything. And I think, unfortunately for Bayern Munich, that's exactly what Union Berlin are going to do to, to them. Um, I think that this game at the Allianz Arena is going to suit Union a lot better. Um, I think that uh, Bayern Munich 
are going to have some defensive issues because Aubameyang is obviously going to be out. Um, you pointed out to me earlier this week that Dale Blind looked about 80. Uh, I have to agree <laughs> with you there. Um, I think that Union Berlin are going to get a point here. I went for a 2-2 draw. Interesting. Um, yeah, uh, this is going to be such a fascinating game because I completely agree with you. In a sense, this kind of fixture is exactly what this Union Berlin team is set up to play against. Um, we've obviously seen Urs Fischer's side cause Bayern havoc in recent seasons. Um, and I think we're kind of seeing two teams here who perhaps aren't both at their very best right now. As you said, you know, yeah. Schalke held Union and then Bayern have had the troubles and Bayern in particular maybe are missing some key players. Um, and I think as well, if you kind of look at the the kind of both teams run a form this season, it kind of does suggest something of a cancelling out in the sense that, you know, Union, where they have dropped points has mostly been on the roads. Whereas if you look at where Bayern have dropped points as well, it's actually been at home. And yeah. I think that makes sense because as, we've, as you've kind of said on the show a number of times, at the start of the season, Nagelsmann said, you know, if we can't cut a team open in the first 15, 20 minutes, then they sit back and it's very hard. Um, you know, the yeah. the part he's not saying out loud is the fact that they don't have Robert Lewandowski in the box anymore to kind of be mm-hmm. that kind of tin opener for them. Um, and Union Berlin, I think, kind of face similar issues on the roads because, you know, teams have now learned to show them respect. And I think they probably struggle uh, when a team plays defensively and Union aren't able to react to them because at the end of the day, that's kind of what their tactics are. They're reactionary tactics to gagging pressing. And that's how they pick teams off. So, but in this game, I do feel like Bayern will obviously take the onus in the game. They'll take the, they'll, they'll have an obligation to attack, which I think will suit Union. However, I don't really think Union have it within them to actually win the match. I don't know why, because you know teams have beaten Bayern in the Bundesliga season. They're certainly not undefeatable. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't really have much confidence in Nagelsmann's team at the minute to beat good sides. But despite that, I still kind of think. Um, I think Union will leave this with a point. So sim- very similarly, I've gone for a 1-1 draw um, in this match and mm. it won't really kind of solve anything for either team, but I guess it could see Dortmund, well, it, I suppose it would see Dortmund move top of the table uh, and perhaps even Freiburg kind of join Union yeah. and Bayern on points, which would be quite crazy. Um, but yeah, it's been a great title race so far this season and I've got a feeling that this game won't, won't bring an end to it. It will also um, see Leipzig. It would also see Leipzig um, cl- further close the gap mm. to the very top, um, if if our prediction holds. Um, either way, it's going to be fascinating. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Our preview show um, brought to you by Bet Online in association with Get German Football News. Stefan, it's been a blast as mm. always. Can't believe we actually managed to get all the shows done uh, while we're both on crazy travel schedules. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Not, no. Just to say a big thank you again to Kevin and Chris for joining us and filling mm, in for you this yeah. week. Um, it's been a pleasure having them on. We always love having them on. So hopefully, get both of them on more often this week, and that your regular scheduled podcasting uh, will be back next week. Hopefully. Uh, and uh, but yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun, kind of mixing and matching, and I think listeners hopefully still appreciate it. Yeah, it's been great having Chris back. Um, I think that's going to be a more regular 
a more regular occurrence. So that's fantastic. Um, yes, but that's it. We'll be back next week with a more regular schedule. Until then, auf Wiedersehen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.